1: podcast starts now hello everyone um from sea to shining sea wherever those seas may be you are listening to stradia lab um the world's um fastest growing podcast
0: it's growing so <laughs> fast that it's unsustainable to be honest <laughs> and we are yeah. hiring community uh what's the word the moderators community moderators left and right we are forced to hire <laughs> in um you know, emerging economies, emerging territories. It is highly unethical and we apologize, but ultimately we can't control how quickly our podcast is growing.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's grown so large and the fan community, just, you know, the way they they connect and they talk to each other. It was awesome at first Mm -hmm. until the misinformation started, of course. There's misinformation,
0: Um, there's negativity. It is, I would say, (laughs) it has, I would say, made a hard right turn and i would say that it is a branch of the republican party in a way that we don't endorse but certain, no. we're not gonna
1: say no to listeners <laughs> no we're not gonna say no to listeners it's not our fault we live in a capitalist society and if our podcast isn't constantly growing then we'll get our literal homes taken away yeah, from sorry. us which are big by the way yeah, and if
0: you have a problem uh, with living in a capitalist society take it up with economists because we didn't invent that
1: <laughs> we didn't invent that i was born this way baby um, so, um, George, how's it going? Honestly, so bad. You have no <laughs> idea. Really?
0: Are you cranky? I No, it's not that I'm cranky. I am, I am still recovering from p- food poisoning that I got on Monday night.
1: Oh, no. And
0: I, it, I hate being, I sort of made a pretty game changing realization recently, which is that I was doing another podcast and the, uh, host, who is someone we love on this podcast and we've had on before, asked me, do you consider yourself a sickly person? And my instinct was to, of course, deny that and be like, me, sickly? I'm, I'm one of the strongest men there is <laughs> and has ever lived, actually. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I sort of thought about it and tried to use reason to answer. And I, and I thought, I, actually, I guess I am someone who gets sick more than the average person. And ha- making that realization about myself for the first time ever in my 30s has been kind of a game changer. Like the fact in a that I had good or bad in a way? bad way. I'm like, I need to take steroids. Oh no! <sighs> it, it like I had, I got food poisoning on Monday night. I had a terrible 24 hours. I don't, I you you wouldn't want to know the details, Mama. Okay. But let's just say it was not uh, fit for television. Ooh. And then after that, it's been truly like three days of just. Recu- I'm still unable to eat normally. I'm still pretty much unable to leave the house because I feel exhausted every time I get up.
1: I'm like, okay, this was like one meal. Okay. Also, this is crazy. Is there a trend of food poisoning right now? I feel like everyone has food poisoning. Like Richard Perez had food poisoning this week too. He did. And like that's a trend watch. If you and Richard had it, it's going through the gay community. It's an LGBTQ (laughs) plus trend. (laughs) Yeah. Soon everyone's gonna be having food poisoning. That's how it's gonna be having it soon. Is that the
0: allies are going to start getting, you know, how, um, you know, e- through empathy, sometimes the men in the relationship lactate. Mm-hmm. That's going the, the really staunch LGBTQ plus allies are going to start getting food poisoning. And you'll know you're not a good ally if you don't have
1: food poisoning. <laughs> My question is, is there some sort of LGBT food that everyone is eating that is giving them food poisoning? <laughs> Mm,
2: <laughs>
1: is that where you got it do you think is that where you yeah, got wait, it i actually think? did get it from cock
0: oh okay <laughs> it was undercooked <laughs> ladies don't ladies make sure to order your cock well done
1: yeah ladies <laughs> be sure to bring that meat thermometer when you're about to consume some cock <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> wow so yeah that's how i've been how are you oh i'm fine I was today. My day was absolutely rocked and wrecked because I went to an uh, a Bank of America ATM, which is my bank, and I have been a loyal Bank of America no, member no, 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 for no, the last no, decade. No, 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 and I went to a Bank of America ATM and I tried to take out money, and all my money got stuck in the ATM. And and then no. I was like, so I was at the bank, and I was like, okay, well that's not ideal, but I'll just go. I'm here, I'll go talk to the person behind the desk. And I was like, hey, like the ATM, like all my money got stuck. And she was like, okay, well just go ahead and call the number that's on the ATM. And I was so furious because I was like, they you work here, that. you You're are here. You are the bank person. You, I will call and I will get someone like you. I was like, I don't understand why you can't just deal with it. And so then I did call the bank and they were like, obviously it's like hours, not hours, but it felt like hours of like, Press one, say yes. Mm-hmm. What are the last three digits of your love language? And then <laughs> it was like, uh, and then I, as I was doing this, somebody else used the ATM and I tried to tell them like, hey, it's actually broken. Um, Like all my money got stuck, but they didn't respond. And I think maybe they didn't speak English, which go off and is beautiful. But then they then got money out. And I think they also got all my money. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, wait, w-? did you end up getting the money
0: you were owed? No.
1: No. So then, no. <laughs> so then and this I was just like, they get you. I was so, and then I was like, what is going on? And then I finally called the bank and they got, got to a person and they're like, yeah, it's still pending. So you'll have to call us back. And I'm like, why can't you make a note? I don't work at the bank. You, know, you work at the bank.
0: Let me tell you something. <laughs> This is built into their business. These <laughs> banks, they count on you to get so tired that you stop calling about the money you lost. And yeah, to you, it's $40, 60 $80. Dollars, but it adds up, honey, because they have clients all across this great nation.
1: It was insane. And i um, it made me really feel like every system we have is crumbling. Every single every, system. Yeah. You know, it's funny because that, what we're talking about, almost
0: harkens back to the conversation we were having with Jake about... Uh, the flaws of app based efficiency Mm -hmm. like how by trying to make everything efficient on your phone all you're doing is creating more chaos in the world and i actually had that experience recently with i'm sorry to say domino's pizza oh no so (laughs) i i haven't ordered domino's pizza since i was legitimately in middle school okay but i ordered it recently because i was i'll say a craving um a sense of home I have been there. I was. Cra- I wanted to feel like I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. and I ordered Domino's pizza. Now, here's what happened. I ordered it, then suddenly on the app, you know where it famously says, you know, um, you know, Marcus is preparing your order, and like Phoebe is putting it in the oven, uh, <laughs> etc. That was not happening, and it was as though the order didn't exist. And then I kept putting it my phone, number, but it didn't exist. I called. They wouldn't put me onto the the person that was in charge. And then I thought, I <laughs> can't. And then I thought. I'm going to check which branch of Domino's this is getting delivered from. And lo and behold, it was one that was a mere 10-minute walk from my apartment. So I thought to myself, I'm going to walk to this Domino's and ask them in person if they got my order. And then I got there, and they're simply like, the way that it looked inside just looked like a sort of Amazon factory type situation. Like, I don't think there was anyone that could have given me customer service. So I walked all the way to the Domino's just to get there and be like, well, there isn't a front desk here. This is merely a front. no one no one works here there's just machines making the pizza and i am sort of just stuck there's no way to know either this pizza is coming when my initial email said it was coming or it's not and there's nothing i can do about that did it come guess what it came and that's
1: why domino's (laughs) is a better corporation than bank of america wow i mean we're really on the edge i can feel us like sort of bubbling under the surface um feels like we're about to snap at any moment
0: I, I have to say, I have really felt on the verge of snapping <laughs> o- over the last week. Yeah, I, I think it's been tough. I think a big part of it has been, of course, that for the past four days I've just been at home mm-hmm. um, and not eating. I'm very skinny for Fashion Week, and that's sort of all that matters. Well,
1: congratulations.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry you had food poisoning. Um, no worries. And I'm sorry you lost your money. It's okay. I think I will get it back, but it is now my full time job of like having to check in with Bank of America, who I love. This is like, yeah, this is sort of,
0: this is why I am not cut out for this dog eat dog world is because (laughs) I give up when that happens. I (laughs) like if I call one and a half times and my request is not granted, I'm like, well, it's not meant to be. And then (laughs) I move on with my life.
1: Yeah, I, I will keep up with it because I'm bored and um petty mm. in that way um and it matters to me and i think i also want to feel good about the person that i think actually did get my money and i want to be like bank of america gave you money and but i don't want sure. it to be like you took money from me um <laughs> yeah do you know yeah it's funny the the
0: um sort of morality tales we tell ourselves in order to like justify doing or not doing something it's like you're saying you're petty and that's why you're going to chase uh, chase this money until you get it i almost tell myself the opposite very unproductive story of like i'm better than this it's not worth my time <laughs> which is so wrong because it's like that is my money and they stole it if i if i were you yeah but th- but there's something where you're like well it's good what am i going to do chase my money please i'm a wealthy woman
1: <laughs> wow i mean i wish i had that outlook listen i wish i had yours well be careful and that's how we make a perfect team so seems like we're about to freaky
0: friday ourselves or something (laughs) (laughs) um and speaking of The opposite of freaky, which is glamorous and fabulous. (laughs) It is time to welcome this week's guest. And it is none other than our friend, Joyelle Johnson.
2: Hello, gentlemen. Hello. How are you doing?
1: Good. How are
0: you? Joyelle, I got sort of, I got in the middle of saying your name. I know, of course, professionally you go by Joyelle Nicole Johnson. But then I looked Mm -hmm. at your Zoom name and it only has your first and last name. And I panicked and said that. So I apologize and I'm, you know, open to being sued for saying your name wrong.
2: I, the papers are already on the way and I I just I, I am the three names in the credits yeah so you know so it really is it's such a names. Hollywood
0: power move to decide to do three names it really yeah, is I actually
2: love it my and my manager we had to have a conversation about it where she was like what are we doing is it Joelle Nicole is it Joelle Johnson is it Joelle Nicole Johnson and I went all three names and my mother was like you probably shouldn't have done that. And I was like, you gave me the names.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, it seems sort of uncalled for coming from her. I mean, it's Ma'am. you have Joel Nicole Johnson, of course, sounds like I I guess it's you know, it's giving Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. again, Joel Johnson has the alliteration. Mm-hmm. And that yes. is sort of I mean, who's a famous alliteration based celebrity?
2: Hmm. Hmm. Mark Marin. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Megan. Megan Markle. Megan Markle.
0: <laughs> right. So you have to decide you want to be Sarah Jessica Parker or Megan Markle, and you went. I think correctly, Sarah Jessica Parker.
2: Yes. Well, actually, it's technically I'm a nerd. It's technically not alliteration unless there's three letters.
0: Wow. Huh. And yeah. no. Wait, I'm sorry. Explain that further because I actually have no idea what you're talking about. I've never heard that before. Um,
2: I just think the definition of alliteration uh-huh. is three of the um, syllables in the first position in a row. So really? that's actually the definition of alliteration. I could be wrong, but that's what I remember from that the recesses of my like college grammar class. And you were an alliteration <laughs> major, right? <laughs> I was an, actually, yes, I have a bachelor's degree in alliteration. <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> word a day calendar over here. Wow.
0: Are you? Do you do you consider yourself a nerd in that way?
2: I loved words. I was a big um word nerd. Like that uh, that Ooh. was my favorite thing to study for the SATs. And I loved messing around with words. And my mother got me a word a day calendar for Oh, that's so sweet. Like a decade. <laughs>
0: Wow. I feel like that type of nerd is the only ethical kind of nerd that exists. It's like it's someone that's actually thirsty for knowledge rather than someone who's like loves Star Trek. And no offense to anyone who loves Star Trek, because I know (laughs) that there's validity in that as well. But to me, there is something so genuinely sweet about like a little kid that that like loves books and wants to learn new words.
2: Oh, yes. I loved books. I would read in the dark. And now I can barely finish a tweet.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. it's, very, it's very Matilda in a way that I think everyone is sort of like, oh, fun. I bet she has powers. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do. I've been reading the same book for like, at this point, three full months. And it's like... Is it The Secret History? Yeah, I'm still reading it. And it's like... where? How far along are you? I'm like on page... I can't tell you what just happened, right? Like, that's not how it works. Which I'm i like on page like 300 a mystery book. It kind of, I mean, there's, there's, it's, there
0: kind of is. It's Donna Tart, Joelle. It's like, um, do you, did, you ever, did you ever read The Goldfinch? No. It's the same writer. It's like a, it's this group of kids in a sort of mysterious college and they're all in this like classic seminar with this mysterious professor and then murder starts happening
2: yes murder i'm, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the like, yeah, it's yeah.
0: literary it's it's not like a it's you know it's not agatha christie like it is yeah. it's literary and and sort of lush in its description of <laughs> people and concepts and
2: things okay is this ya or <laughs> how adult? dare you oh <laughs> it's adult <laughs> Oh it's a, honey, okay, it's
1: good. a doll. Oh, it's very it's adult. adult the sex scenes are popping off. The sex scenes are beyond yeah. lush. Um no actually Okay, shouldn't.
2: come on, Jackie <laughs> Collins.
1: But it yeah, but it is a long book. So I but uh,
0: would you say, Sam, you're like towards the middle, towards the beginning. I'm between the, the end. middle and the end. I'm sort of in that okay. spot Okay. I'm getting there so, You know what though Sometimes that is the hardest part of a book <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. Because I have been in the, in the tor- be- Between middle and end Of a very short book Like truly a 200 page book For weeks now And there's something about it where I'm like Okay just end <laughs> Like I know I only You're have over- like 50 <laughs> pages It's like come on do I have to
1: actually read the words? Ugh, it's it, so funny. It can be a lot to ask for. Sometimes it is like, can you just put this on a screen and maybe have like glamorous actors be saying these
2: words to me? I know.
0: That Especially be... for a book like The Secret History, because it's so cinematic. Yeah. And you can sort of imagine who you would cast in the roles.
2: Ugh. Ooh, like a white lotus. Yeah. Where you just have different people that don't have no business being <laughs> mm-hmm. together. I like that casting.
0: <laughs> did you ever, Joelle, did you ever used to like, cast actors while reading a book as a kid?
2: No, I wouldn't. But I would cast actors in, like, my real life. Like, I'd be like, who would play that person in a movie? Uh, I would do that. Yeah. I was my very, mother would always say, who would play them in a movie?
0: I feel like it's a very sort of gay kid. Like, I was, like, reading, you know, whatever. Whatever everyone was reading, like, Beverly Cleary books. And then I'd be like, well, the mom should be Julia Roberts. <laughs>
2: I love that. I'm sure Julia would have been offended at that moment. Well, but I mean but now, now, yeah, she's a grandma.
0: I don't know what else she's doing because <laughs> yeah, let me yeah. tell you something. That Amazon series did not do well.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah, drag Julia Roberts, our nation's only living movie star,
2: literally um, our nation's only living movie star.
1: And guess what? Yeah,
0: God. I mean, did you watch that rom com with her and George Clooney? No, did you? no I did it's not very it's like they truly are both at their most charming and frankly their hottest they look incredible and it's just not enough
2: I like the work both of them have had done. yes I agree The very subtle the little little touch-ups very nice very nice
0: Yeah, Yeah. when are people going to be required to disclose what they've had done as a public service? And I don't mean that in a shameful way. Like taxes, like when you for president.
2: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's because I want to know who your doctor is. Right. It's also like we should all have
1: access to that. Like, that's not fair. You can't keep that a secret. Don't keep (laughs) looking young forever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like really not fair. Especially the good ones. Michelle Pfeiffer, Jane Fonda, let us know. Just tell us.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, Julianne Moore? Just tell us. Julianne
2: Moore... Mhm. Meg Ryan, not so much.
0: Wow. <laughs> low blow. Low
2: blow. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I love Meg Ryan. <laughs> Don't drag me, Meg Ryan fans. I love her.
0: So, Joyelle. Yes. Obviously, Sam and I have been having the worst weeks of our lives. Mm-hmm. How are you?
2: <laughs> oh my god, I'm doing fantastic, actually. Um, I I just had surgery this last month, so I am recovering from oh. that, and crushing it oh my god I love that yes
0: do you feel like you're now in the place where you can just luxuriate and taking it easy without being in like deep pain
2: absolutely yeah I had a laparoscopic hysterectomy which um, shout out to all of the the women out there get your checkups you know get your checkups and sometimes if you don't want kids you just be like take that thing and I am crushing it (laughs) Cause they gave me like four to six weeks and I was healed in like two weeks. So now I'm just like, let's sleep in. And let's enjoy this time and then eventually get back on stage when I feel like it. Wow. How have you been enjoying the time? Oh, my God. I enjoy it so much. All my friends have been visiting. They've been luxuriating me. This plant was a gift. Um, Shout out to all the people who love me. I've been having a great time.
0: (laughs) Wow. I don't think I've ever seen anyone thrive so much weeks post-surgery.
1: I know.
2: I'm thriving. I'm pounds lighter. No more tampons in my future. I just... All of my... Friends are jealous. Wow, I have to say, it
0: it does sort of sound like you are thriving – post a, a, you know relatively major surgery more than I am post a minor food poisoning <laughs> and that yeah. really goes to show you how
1: strong women are <laughs> I also I want to add to that that like you know we were just talking about everyone getting their work done and sort of being um upfront about sort of what they're doing and I think it's so powerful yes. for you to put your money where your mouth is and say well here's how I'm living my best life like <laughs> yes
2: yes because I've been talking about it and it's like all my friends are like wait a minute I want that no more condoms, no more tampons. I want that, you know. Like it's crazy how many of my friends are are just are just want are just interested in the process. And you can't really have an elective hysterectomy because people don't think you know women can make their own decisions. But yeah,
0: wow. And whereas you can have an elective, uh, what's the Vasectomy. Vasectomy. Thank you. Mm -hmm, Yeah. What's up with that? I mean, it's (laughs) not my story to tell. Change your mind, (laughs)
2: girl. You're everyone wants kids. Every woman wants to be a mother. That's that's that straight culture. Every woman wants to be a mother. You're not a woman if you're not a mother. What else could you possibly focus on, bitch? Expensive meals. I know, I can actually think of so many
0: other things to focus on without children. Yeah. The list is sort of endless. I need
2: to go to a White Lotus resort. Oh my God. Let's let's all go.
0: What a great place to recover from your surgery, which you're clearly so, so distraught over.
2: (laughs) I know. Oh my God. I'm so sad. Yeah, no, um, it's wild. And I'm talking about it so much. Like I'm the comic who talks about abortion all the time. And so now I will be talking about hysterectomies because no one, you know, we need to just talk about more of these things. Disclose. I'll let you know when I get my bow tie.
0: Well, I mean, let me just say something. You look incredible uh, as it. you are sort of hashtag no makeup sans Botox. <laughs>
2: yes. I'm, yeah, I do not have makeup on and I'm in my 40s. So it's like, you know. Oh my God, you, you are? I am.
0: Wow. Wow. This is really inspiring me to sort of like buckle up and start like trying to live a better life.
2: <laughs> because oh my gosh. I'm like, moisturize. I'm like
0: a single meal has destroyed my entire week. I have not left the house. I feel like. Today I for the first time in days I put on my you know vitamin C serum and I was just looking in the mirror my face just looking truly like yellowed out and I was like come on vitamin come on like <laughs> pop.
2: let's make a pop come on in there baby I'll be drizzling oils it's fabulous
1: yeah I got to figure wow. this out I can't have like an ATM ruining my entire day
0: I know no this is really inspiring me it's like for us to be complaining about literally like Domino's delivery and an ATM not working properly and then Joyelle to come on and be like well I just had surgery I'm having the time of my life I'm thriving I'm wearing no makeup and I look like Julianne Moore I mean yeah yeah.
2: I will take it I'll take it yeah no I'm and I think that's part of it's like when you face something like that you're just like you know what I'm going to try not to let the little things bother me. But that's also years and years of therapy. Years and years of therapy. Oh, my gosh. Everybody get therapy.
0: Wow. I mean, listen, as soon as I figure out insurance, (laughs) I'm going to get right on that, babe.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I know. So accessible. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm so relatable.
0: Yeah. I have a question for you. You know, you're talking about like talking about abortion, talking about your uh, surgery and all this stuff. Like, how have you found the reaction from audiences across the country to be?
2: Um, I am an abortion, like, hero, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. I go out into the red states and escort people into clinics and I talk to the antis and I can be the face of it, you know, where other people can't. You know, there's an organization called Shout Your Abortion and they encourage us to shout about it for the people who've had one that can't you know, who are less, you know, more timid. Like while you're
0: touring, you'll you'll go to red states and, and do mm-hmm. work?
2: Oh, wow. Yes, yes. With the Abortion Access Front, we'll actually go and see what clinics need because a lot of clinics can't have basic services just because what they do is abortion work. So, yeah, we've been doing all the traveling. Actually, the day Roe fell... I was on a plane to West Virginia to perform at their clinic's first gala in 15 years. And it was the day Ro fell, and it was literally like I was doing stand-up at a funeral, because everyone was just crying. And then they were like, coming to the stage is Joyelle. And I was like, hey, guys. Oh, my God. Is everyone sad? All right, great. How did you
1: handle that?
2: (laughs) Oh, I handled it like a professional, because I was like, there's nothing... We can't only go up. We can only go up. Everybody said, so let's go up. And my favorite moment was that I have a joke about, like, Antis telling me, what if you aborted, you know, LeBron James? And then I'm whenever wherever I am, I'll be like, what if I aborted insert person? And since I was in West Virginia, I was like, what if I aborted Joe Manchin? And the whole crowd went crazy. (laughs) And the one woman who used to work for Joe Manchin walked out of the room, and I was like, yes!
0: (laughs) Wait, there was a woman who used to work for Joe Manchin at the pro-choice, like... Yes,
2: because they route? are fake Democrats. Yes. Wow. So, well, I guess a that, fake makes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That
1: makes sense. Wow.
2: Yes. Wow. Well, yes, you so. are <laughs>
1: braver than the Marines. And... <laughs> <I> mean, <truly. laughs> yes. Yeah. And I have to say, nothing says straight
0: culture than restricting abortion access. And so Hello. the fact that you're on the front lines means that you are aligned with this podcast.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Straight culture, indeed. And just intimidating... People into having babies that they don't want
1: no
0: thank you Ugh. it really is no, the most you. forceful violent version of straight yeah. culture
2: yes 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 it's the part we don't want so wow yes
1: well i mean this could be an insane turn but should we do our first segment oh my god <laughs> no. yeah 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 let's do it let's this, do it the way that this um, will give our listeners whiplash and even ourselves i, know. I think it's so well, you know funny. it's it, it's
0: I love it there are very few times on this pod where I'm like you know I'm sort of like oh I wish we we were doing like a serious interview because I actually want to learn more about what we're talking about but sadly that's not what they pay us for and we are being paid a lot of money
2: I love that for you guys yeah
0: um (laughs) And and when I say they pay us, I mean the mansion campaign. So, you know, there is obviously a conflict of interest. Yeah,
1: we were both getting a lot of text messages while you were talking that were like, change the subject, change the subject, like like, change (laughs) the subject, pivot, pivot, pivot. Joe's calling. (laughs) I kept hitting decline, decline, Um, decline, but he just keeps calling.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are both dealing with such different issues in our day-to-day lives. You have a full-time job in Los Angeles. You've had to uproot your home. You've had to, you have had to figure out work-life balance. Meanwhile, I am a freelancer in New York City. How do I fit it all in one day? How do I create my own schedule? What am I, some boss lady in a film?
1: You know, it's so hard. You have to be boss and employee. But you know what? We can't keep these things bottled up. You know, we need to let them out. That's
0: right. People all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And when you bottle them up, it can start to affect you negatively.
1: Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I'll tell you something. Therapy in the past for me has been just a place
0: where once a week I can tell someone what I'm thinking of in a safe and enclosed space where no one can enter and ask me to send an email because it is my time and it is my time for therapy. And everyone deserves that in all across this great nation.
1: Yeah. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and hey, suited for your schedule. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Stradio
0: today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Stradio. So, Joyelle, our first segment is called Straight Shooters, and in this segment, we gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture by asking you a series of rapid-fire simple questions where you have to pick this thing or this other thing. And it makes no sense, there's no rhyme or reason for what we're asking, and the one rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions. Do you copy? (laughs) Copy, copy. (laughs) Sam, take it away. Okay, Joyelle. The Cold War or a hot plate? Hot plate. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joelle. Everyone's a critic or everybody loves Raymond?
2: Everyone's a critic. I'm a critical ass, judgy ass bitch, so
1: <laughs> Okay.
2: Being in the
1: Philharmonic, being philanthropic, or being Phil of the future.
2: Ooh, Philharmonic. I was a marching band nerd. Wow. So I played flute and piano. So if I could be in the Philharmonic, that'd be amazing. Wow.
0: Okay, Joyelle. Cowering from Pain or Summering in Spain?
2: Well, I was just cowering from pain um, <laughs> <laughs> from my surgery. I caught a UTI after it oh, terrible no. times, so I'm going to go for the other one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we could
1: all use a summer in Spain. Of I course. Think. Hello? <laughs> okay. Stocks and bonds or subs and doms?
2: Ooh. I think I'm going to go stocks and bonds. I got to go get into my white man villain ever <laughs> and get <laughs> me some stocks Smart. and bonds. <laughs>
0: Okay, watching Magic Mike's Last Dance, or playing Magic the Gathering with Lance Bass?
2: Um, I don't like male strippers. (laughs) Say that. Yeah, that's fair. Say that. And that's
1: actually a good enough
2: answer. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's my answer.
1: Okay, being on the no-fly list, or having no-woman-no-cry on the playlist?
2: Oh, gosh. Obviously, No Woman No Cry I got places to be. Are you kidding me? No kids. Team No Kids got to fly around the world.
0: Okay, J.L., the racial politics of Save the Last Dance or the gender politics of the new clothing line from Tan France?
2: <laughs> um, team Tan France all the way. But I hate all movies that is like, oh, that white girl can dance. No, she can't.
0: I It's so funny because I was like, um, the only reason that that was on my mind is because I, I was trying to work out another one where I was like, I was trying to do Harry Styles winning a Grammy or Julia Styles. And then I was like trying to find the, the end of that and I just couldn't. So then I got into the Google hole of like Julia Styles, blah, blah, blah. And then I remembered Save the Last Dance, which was such a formative. Maybe this is just me, but like for people <laughs> our age, I feel like
1: it's very formative am i wrong no when it came out it was like huge it was like everyone was like no you got to check out this movie like and i don't know why <laughs> and like scenes of it
0: are burned in my mind like when who is it is it carrie Wa- like when she's wearing like Beverly a cardigan yes. she's wearing a cardigan and then carrie washington takes the cardigan and then puts it on julia styles's head as a wrap
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we're like problem solved
2: <laughs> yes I would just like to speak for the old black delegation that was not formative for me. <laughs>
0: right? I, yeah, yeah, I know, and that's honestly fair. And I don't even mean formative in like a positive. I guess formative sounds like it would. I don't even mean formative in a positive way. Just like sort of made an impression. Yeah. Because I feel yeah. like for people who didn't like it, it also made an impression. Am I wrong? like wasn't it sort of like a thing people made fun of too?
2: Oh yeah, I yeah. still don't know that black dude's name.
0: I know he sort of didn't do much after. I hope he's doing. I'm that. sure he's fine. You know who is doing all right, Kerry Washington, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you know who is Julia Styles. No, not, not really. Sure about that, either. no. Actually,
0: the the most thankless role in that film is Kerry Washington, which is it's really nice that she's the one not doing better than all of them.
1: Also, yeah. Julia Styles. We have to talk about how has she ended up in every single spam ad that was like this woman used to be an actress. Now she works in Massachusetts. Like it's like legally, how can they do that and why her, like.
2: Right. That's gonna be like the worst. When Army Hammer started selling what, vacation homes?
1: Oh yeah, in the Cayman Islands. (laughs)
2: Yes. I mean honestly, are
0: those discounted? Like I would sort of I would I would, you know, turn a blind eye to some of the ethics of that if I could just have a free room. (laughs) Yes.
2: I get a free room and let him tour me, I'm signing up. I'm bringing (laughs) friends. Make sure he don't eat me, but I'm signing up.
0: Um, Okay, so here's the thing Today, for everyone listening, is Valentine's Day We realized this mere seconds before pressing record on this podcast
1: (laughs) And by today is Valentine's Day We mean for you listening, it's Valentine's Day For us recording, it's a few days before It's a few days before And, and, you know, I know all three of us have
0: romantic, beautiful plans with our romantic partners on actual Valentine's Day Yes But I also think it's a completely valid way to spend it by listening to our podcast Mm -hmm. Absolutely Totally
2: you going to be on a train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: There's actually nothing more romantic than being on a train
1: in some ways. <laughs> There's actually nothing more romantic than listening to a podcast, even. being Yeah, you know, that's, I agree. That's By yourself. Loving yourself. Um, if you're on the train to work, that's loving, you know, stability and... Uh,
0: Uh, I think that's a beautiful thing Paying rent Oh my god Paying rent is so romantic Actually supporting landlords of any kind (laughs) Is one of the most beautiful things You can do this Valentine's Day You know And this is a straighter lab challenge This Valentine's Day Send your landlord a Valentine
1: Yeah because it's February 14th Which is like It's so far away from the first of the month In both directions and that must be really hard for them. And so, oh my god, that is
0: such a good point, Sam. <laughs> Thank you.
1: And I just think people don't talk enough about how hard Valentine's Day is for landlords because
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like they're trying to be happy, but it's like such a fake smile because they can't really yeah. fully be themselves. And it's just like, like send them an extra two hundred today if you can. Like, wow, yeah. Say dinner's on me tonight, <laughs> sweetheart. Um, send
2: them a DoorDash. Yeah, yeah send them a, a DoorDash. Yeah.
1: And say thanks for letting me pay for my house.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow that would be uh, the most misguided way to rebrand valentine's day to be like oh it's a capitalist institution we're going to rebrand it as pro landlord <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> noah will be upset with that at all
1: but we have tasked ourselves with um uh, proving the point that valentine's day is in fact straight yes and so let the games begin mm-hmm. Joyo, what is your
0: opinion on valentine's day what is your history with valentine's day where do you stand on it
2: i was single for like 20 years Mm -hmm. so every valentine's day i would want to hang out just with my girlfriends i would have the galentine's fun um and try not to be too pressured about it you know buy your friends some flowers if you're single and And I would also gauge it for when I'm dating a guy to see whether or not to continue dating that dude Mm. by how they would judge on Valentine's Day. And um, so now I'm out of the woods and (laughs) I have a boo. And we're gonna, you know, my favorite thing to do, we're gonna get some crab legs and hang out in
0: the house. Oh, I was about to say restaurant or takeout. We're talking takeout. Yes, I love
2: being in the house. Yeah. So we're just going to because it's like Valentine's Day going out on Valentine's Day is insane. I know. And
0: you know what? Like the fact that it actually because we're doing that this year, too. And the fact that it took me this long to fully grapple with that is humiliating. (laughs) I was I would always be even though I don't, you know, technically care about it. I don't religiously. I'm not you know, I, I, it doesn't mean anything to me. But the day comes every year and you're like, well, we have to go to a restaurant. We have to do something. Yeah, do something.
2: Yeah, you have to buy a present, right? Or something. Yeah. I, I do the thing,
1: you know, uh, in Christmas vacation, the like rich couple next door that's like Julia Louis Dreyfus, where they're like, Julia Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> yeah, yes. Where they're like, oh, we're not going to celebrate Christmas. I do that every year with Valentine's Day. And I'm like, who cares? I don't want to do anything. And then like 4 p.m. rolls along and it's like, well, we should get dinner, right? Like we should go out somewhere. And then, of course, everywhere is like booked up and it's like insane. And yeah. why would I try oh. to do that? Um, So I think yeah. I end up doing takeout a lot of times by default
2: By default Yeah Yeah yeah. we looked into a couple of our favorite restaurants And they were like closed bookings <laughs> Well or they'll do like a pre
0: menu That's like more expensive than normal And worse quality than normal Yeah
2: Absolutely Yeah so and then like- also it's like we go out all the time Yeah You know we're outside people So I'd rather be inside on the major holidays Unless I'm making money If you want to put me on stage to make some money I'll mm-hmm. come out But uh, Valentine's Day I'm going stay No, I completely in the
1: agree.
0: House. I really like, um, I have to say, this pains me to say it, but as someone who is a huge fan of restaurants and always has been, um, I would say t- to my financial detriment, uh, <laughs>
2: <Yes>. often,
0: <laughs> I sort of am hitting a wall where I'm like, I think part of it is also just inflation, how expensive everything is, but I'm hitting a wall where I'm like, maybe this isn't the best use of my money. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, you're not going to get me to help you <laughs> with that. <laughs> I'm an enabler. I am the devil on your shoulder. Order out. Order out. Go to restaurants. Oh God. Go to Michelin Star restaurants. Ooh. Fancy. I'm very like
1: binary when it comes to restaurants. Like I'll I'll like really be like, okay, I'm all in. I'm throwing all caution to the wind. I'm spending as much money as I humanly can at this restaurant. Or it's like I'm eating like nothing. Like I'm I'm at home and I'm like eating a peanut butter sandwich. And it's like there is a middle ground and that I need to find
2: (laughs) Sam, find the middle ground. (laughs) Well do you do takeout leftovers? Do you do leftovers? I try, but sometimes I get so hungry that I eat it all in one go. You eat it all. Wow. Okay. I'm the person that orders a bunch of stuff and then don't finish it and take it home and have like meals for two days. And of course, you know,
0: I've always said this, when you heat up leftovers of takeout, that actually counts as home cooking so it's healthier.
2: Absolutely. Hello, air fryer.
1: (laughs) I love that. I love that reasoning so much. Thank you. Okay, so Valentine's Day, the straight elements of it, of course, uh, are, like, (laughs) public romance. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, Of course, gendered. Gendered romance. Like, just simply gendered romance. Heteronormativity also the it's also aside from the gendered element of like a a couple of a man and a woman valentine's day itself it's like gendered female it's like pink (laughs) hearts and like girls like it so guys are like what's my girl want like what do i gotta do to make my girl happy on valentine's day i just want to cut this wood
2: (laughs) yeah yeah my favorite thing i saw on valentine's day is just like oh hood-ass dude with some Timberlands on and just so masculine and he just had some Mylar balloons and a big old (laughs) teddy bear and he's just walking from the Eastern Parkway stop and I was like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Wow. I love that. It's so funny because even, you know, as a gay man, when I buy, like, if I buy flowers on Valentine's Day, I'm like, oh no, everyone thinks I'm like a cranky straight guy that like just thought of this and
2: then <laughs> you gotta skip down know, the street literally exactly you gotta skip so many times
1: in my life i just want to go
0: wanna... up to the cash register and be like i'll get two of the red ones
1: <laughs> so many times in my life i just feel like i need a shirt that's like I- i'm gay by the way like because... <laughs> like this is cool because i'm gay um like i even feel that way there's been this have you guys? i feel like i see a lot of videos at the gym now of like a girl filming herself and then like being like that guy keeps staring at me. And it's like, there's been like controversy about whether the guy is actually staring at them. And I've always been like, like it's made me paranoid at the gym, but I'm like, and I just want to be like, just so everyone knows I'm gay. Like (laughs) I'm not staring. I think about this all, all the time. Cause when I am in
0: a, you know, let's say a yoga class, a Pilates class, even I am essentially constantly staring, like intently staring at the body of, the closest woman to me because i'm trying to emulate what she's doing
2: right
0: and if and the 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 you know optics of that would simply be different if i were straight i mean i really look like i'm ogling (laughs) women and maybe i should actually take that into account and stop doing it to be honest (laughs) now that i'm thinking about it but i mean it's like or you know or even if the instructor is showing us something i'm really like laser
2: focused (laughs) Yeah, yeah, looking looking straight at somebody's butt. like Yeah,
0: straight at somebody's butt. And also sometimes I'll say it, like, I'll do that. It, it, even on the street, I'll be, like, you know, sort of looking at someone's outfit or even, you know, and maybe that outfit includes cleavage. So then suddenly I find myself literally staring at a woman's cleavage, and I'm like, well, that's not good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I compliment uh, women's cleavage a lot, and I'm very happy that I'm a woman for that because mm-hmm. I'll be like, Oh look at your butt! Oh look at your... And I and I realized I'm like if I was a straight man, yeah. I would be sexually harassing.
0: <laughs> yes, 100%. harassing
2: people in the streets. But since I'm you know a straight woman, boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is the capitalism old... is heterosexual. Right. Well,
0: say that it's straight. I'll say that. And so we have we have basically the the marriage of romance and commerce. Is there anything more straight? than okay, that?
1: Okay, wait. One more thing. I think actually the implication of like tonight is special because we're gonna have sex where it's oh yes the pressure pressure because it also implies like sex is almost something we don't like like it's like we like it's it's that gendered thing again of like well the man wants sex and the woman doesn't but puts up with it and it's like and valentine's day is like the the trade-off of like well he gives me gifts and i give sex and it's like hold on right. everyone stop
2: like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do a blow job for valentine's yeah. day Ooh, oh, girl. oh you're bad <laughs> <laughs> you you're naughty <laughs> or, or and, you're just in a relationship yeah you're... yeah
0: and along those lines the sort of uh it's sort of like all right this is our one chance we have to prove that we still want to be in a relationship tonight we have to have a good time otherwise what the fuck is the point? I'll see you <laughs> next Christmas.
2: Yeah, and, and it sucks when Valentine's Day is on, like, a Tuesday, like yes. it is mm-hmm. this year. And all you people with your regular jobs.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's my boyfriend. Our, um... Well, how do we feel about, like, a box of chocolates?
2: <laughs> boo. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Toot or, boot. Toot or boo. Toot or yeah. boo. Yeah. Toot or boo. <laughs> <laughs> i will boot that um i mean box of chocolate because here's why i only like milk chocolate and they're gonna put dark chocolate and white chocolate in there and i don't want neither one of those
0: you're right i actually completely agree with just the futility of a box of chocolates like you it is the compromise that pleases no one (laughs) no one likes all of them (laughs) no, <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm getting emotional no one likes all of them and you're rarely bringing them I mean yes sometimes you're bringing them to a group of people but usually you're just bringing them to one person so yeah. what are you doing you're literally giving someone uh, 25 things of which they will like approximately three and of which approximately six of them will have some fucking liquid oozing out of them as <laughs> soon as you take a bite.
2: Did a cherry just burst in my <laughs> mouth what is I wasn't expecting a cherry. <laughs> This idea
0: that like what, you know, there's chocolate available all year round, but what we really want is some some disgusting viscous liquid oozing out of the chocolate. It's like finally the one day year when that's okay.
2: Yes, yes. If you're going to do it, do like the heart. That's one yeah. thing of chocolate, like a brick of hazelnut. I love that. Yes, I agree. I and agree. a heart of some shit you know I like. <laughs> Don't be bringing me no box of chocolates from CVS. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, you're so right because that's the other thing is like, valentine's day allegedly is like the one day where you're doing something for your partner so to to give them something that is literally meant for the broadest possible palette (laughs) is actually an insult like you should give them the the one thing you know is their favorite like to give someone a box of chocolates is is essentially a corporate christmas
1: gift
2: that is it's good re-gift as well yeah uh yeah no nobody wants that
1: you know, I have wow. to say I do sort of like the mystery. And I also sort of like feeling like a little bit of a king to be able to like to bite it in half and be like, ew, this one's not good. And then like throw it in the garbage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally. Spit it out on the floor.
1: Yeah, that one. Slap somebody. That one was horrible. <laughs>
2: Take it away. No, I don't like to waste.
0: And, uh, I also think it's a time and place thing. Like I genuinely do think, let's say I had a big dinner party at my home and someone, a friend, and acquaintance, brought me an expensive box of chocolates. I would actually appreciate that. And I would keep them and, like, occasionally, like, snack on one. But for a partner to give you something that is so impersonal. Mm-hmm. Impersonal, mm-hmm.
2: yes. Yes, I got very personal this year. Um, <laughs> I think you guys will appreciate my gifts. I got him a little miniature Lego figure Ooh. and also a T-shirt that says butt stuff. <laughs> and... <laughs> For some reason. Is he a
0: big Lego head?
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that that was I a know.
0: question. I was like, I'm um, <laughs> smart. I'm like, butt stuff, okay, we're on board. But what's with the Legos?
2: The Lego, because we just we just got a bonsai Lego tree. And it's so cute. Legos has a botanical collection that's adorable. And he made the bonsai tree. So I was like, ooh, let's put a little guy on the bonsai tree. So the Legos uh, has a t-shirt on that says butt stuff as well. <sighs> so I <laughs> I will be presenting these to him um, at a Lego Spider Man. Wow. Oh my God. Around. See,
0: this is like, a, this is the definition of personal. Like, this personal. is, I can already sort of imagine what your boyfriend or husband, if you don't mind me asking,
2: domestic partner, domestic Ooh. partner is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's fun. He's sweet. He's, weird. I can imagine what
0: he's like. I can imagine what your relationship is like. If you had told me you got him a box of chocolates, I'd be like, okay well you could live anywhere you know kansas or uh helsinki i wouldn't know
2: (laughs) yes and you've been together for three days right
1: (laughs) yeah well that sounds beautiful i mean it is like the general aesthetics of valentine's day are off-putting like the the heart Mm -hmm. chocolate the bear the 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 rose like roses have never spoken to me either
0: oh interesting
2: yeah yeah no I'm not a flowers person just cause I hate watching them die and then I have to throw them away yeah. so I'm yeah. very much a plant person to try to keep it alive at least you can try to keep it alive mm-hmm. but flowers ain't living so yeah I don't want a no roses a rose bush no no <laughs>
1: God no! No, the, the the teddy
0: bear. Wait, okay. So this points to another thing, which is a sort of infantilization of the whole thing. Like a te- like getting a grown woman a teddy bear, like a pink teddy bear. Yeah. and being like, here you go, babe. And
2: she's like, thank you, is that daddy. Your straight
0: voice? Yeah, yeah, She's like, thank you, daddy.
2: <laughs> here you go, babe.
1: It, yeah, it actually really okay, me out. It's
2: like pretty weird. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, like okay, so teddy bears, hearts. I
2: like, don't I, all that mainstream shit. I don't want. I've never wanted any of that.
0: Also, the can the I'm sorry, but the heart candies that all say like you know, kiss me, hug me. They taste bad. Chalk?
2: Is that Ch- literally chalk? chalk? Yeah, is that sugar chalk? I'm
0: like, are we? Is this algebra two? Because I'm ready to solve an equation <laughs> on this blackboard.
2: Because like, why is that still a thing? Like, it's crazy. They should have made it a skittle or something, like something yeah. that we like to ingest. That's a weird one. I can't think of any of those mainstream gifts that I liked.
1: I know. Also, well, what
2: do you get the straight man?
1: What do you get the right. straight man?
2: For Valentine's Day
1: a leather wooden mug. A leather wooden mug. <laughs> that says a leather not wooden mug and then and then just a giant
0: cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, ladies, let me tell you something. If you're
1: looking
2: for
0: a yeah. nice gift, holiday for gift man, this guide, Valentine's last Day, minute gift, le- leather wooden mug or a huge cable. We're talking yards long.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> 25, 45, 45 that, yards. 45 yards. Get that bitch across the house. <laughs> you want to
0: be able to plug in a toaster oven <laughs> in the kitchen? have the toast ready in the master bedroom.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Men love an extension thing. <laughs> he, he pulled out something. I was like, that's been in our closet? Why has that not been out? <laughs> One of those places you plug a whole bunch of things into. Oh, yeah. You just had that in the closet. Wow. That
0: is really like um, those um, ways to either extend electric electricity or divide it. That's like meditation yeah. for straight men. It really is. They love to sort of play with the idea of electricity. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. My 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 DP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my stepdad are very much like that. He yeah. They
0: really like, get a kick out of a it. Plug system. Yeah. <laughs> I can't relate. I don't have that. Get them a good. They're like a little like get them a good plug to play with. Just like not attached to anything, so they don't hurt themselves. They can just like put a plug in and out of like a fake outlet
2: so they don't hurt themselves honestly like
0: that is a good gift like a gift for dad is like Mm -hmm. is he feeling stressed give him the little eye plug give him the plug
1: maybe it makes a little sound every time you plug it in it's like maybe like a little steely dan riff or something (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) that would be beautiful Oh yeah, so like
0: it—it it starts playing the Shawshank Redemption on the
1: TV. <laughs> yeah, <a> holiday <laughs> gift guide for your, for the men in your life. Um, get. So I want
0: to address yeah. one more thing. Yeah, which is that mm-hmm. I almost feel like you know hating on Valentine's Day is almost passe at this point. True. Like it's like for generations, people have been saying that, oh, Valentine's Day is like a fake holiday and it's created by card companies and it's created by chocolate companies and blah, blah, So it almost feels like, you know, obvious to be, (laughs) yeah. It's like, it almost feels like obvious to be like, oh, it's lame, blah, blah, blah. And that makes me think that in some ways it's almost like, like, how do we feel about Valentine's Day alternatives? Like, are those straight too? You mean like a Galentine's Day? Like a Galentine's Day. Is that, or a...
2: I think that it's straight because it's yeah. the pressure to have exactly. to do something on that day so you don't feel lonely or you don't feel like nobody yeah. wants you and all that type of stuff. So yeah, that's mad straight.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like if it didn't have that big of an effect in your life, the big of an impact in your life, then you wouldn't feel the need to create counter programming.
2: Yeah. And also what's the fifteenth? Is that the side chick holiday? <laughs> oh
0: yeah. I mean that's you know, <laughs> that's, that's kinda sort of progressive. Of queer
2: yeah poly polyamory (laughs) as long as it's consensual guys yeah yeah
1: Yeah. of course um yeah i interesting you know okay the only genuinely queer valentine's day i've ever had um is (laughs) Uh because i actually feel like as a gay couple it's like i am straight for a night like If we go to dinner, we are like cosplaying as a straight couple and it's like fun. There's something to it. A
0: hundred percent. It's like straight people going to a pride parade. Yeah, that's what it's like when you're a gay person that's going out for Valentine's (laughs) Day. You're like, okay, like we have to be respectful.
1: It's their culture. I'll wear the flag. Yeah. Well, yeah, we put our American flag pins on when we go to Valentine's Day. yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're like, all right. Tonight, we're Republicans, and that's okay. (laughs) Tomorrow, we'll
0: go back to, like, voting in favor of human rights. (laughs) Love doesn't win. Love does not win tonight. Love doesn't win. You know, you sort of go go to the restaurant. You're like, this is my roommate.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's my friend.
1: (laughs) So the only truly queer Valentine's Day I've ever had was the one right before the pandemic where me and— 13 gay friends went to the club and did Molly and had the best night of our wow. entire lives.
2: Oh, that's fun. It was so fun.
1: It was truly like a magical night. And, and you know, just one month later, the pandemic happened. So you see where it came from now. Um, <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> just your friend group. But it was... I mean, it is sort of yeah. uh,
0: sacrilegious, really. Like, you guys... Uh, dared to be yourselves on Valentine's <laughs> Day. The one day where we all have to succumb to the to the evil of of the powers that be.
1: And it really didn't yeah. even feel like counter programming. It just sort of felt like, "Oh, we're also going to do this." Like it didn't feel like we're rebelling against Valentine's Day. It was just like, "Oh, actually we're all going to this tonight." And it was like half of us I feel like we're in relationships and like it wasn't like we're anti couple nor was it like couples night. It was like uh, Truly, a blurred line of all of them in a way that was, um, I'll say it groundbreaking, beautiful. Wow, (laughs) never been done. (laughs) Well, as always,
0: it does go back to chosen family. I mean, you decided that rather than, uh, rather than putting the focus on Valentine's Day on the heteronormative nuclear family, Mm -hmm. you are going to, you are embracing a multi generational, multi (laughs) uh, cultural chosen family that comes from. Every country in the
2: world. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Listen, I didn't choose to be straight. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) this is a prison. (laughs) Oh my goodness!
0: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
2: Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent, only
1: in theaters, May 17th.
0: Here's my question with a lot of these holidays. And I feel this way about like a lot of these holidays, like Thanksgiving, you know, things people sort of roll their eyes at. I'm like, if you had the option, would you ban them? Or is it sort of. Fun to have something that you can feel superior to.
1: Mm. Wow. That's a tough
2: question. That's a beautiful question. I mean, single bitches love when they get in love. Mm. And then I mean, I I'm I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm in a good relationship, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I wanna buy stuff for him. Right, I don't know right, what right. he's getting for me. Like, I'm so happy. So, um, I guess it does make you feel good <laughs> <laughs> but let's say i want all my booze to get in relationships too yes because it feels really good but i was also a single bitch for a very long time so but yeah i'm not gonna say superior that's a very yeah. dramatic word <laughs> of course of course I we would feel never good
1: <laughs> yeah wow well but, yeah i wouldn't ban it i think no i wouldn't ban it either like there is there is something to it. Like I actually do like when holidays force us to act a little bit different. Absolutely. I
0: agree. I think there's, I think traditions exist for, well, I don't know if traditions exist for a reason, but it's, I guess more, I mean like you can choose which parts of a tradition to follow and which ones not to follow. Like if you think something is created by card companies, then don't buy a card, Right. <laughs> do something else. Like you can always choose uh, how you want to celebrate something and it can be completely wrong. The only thing you shouldn't do is wear converse at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> who
2: did that? Oh, I know who did that.
0: You know what I mean? It's like people do that. <sighs> people do that.
2: Yeah, no. It's a type. Um, I, but I, my mother always said to me, you can tell by how a man feels about you through the holidays. Mm-hmm. So if you're dating, you know, and then you get to a Valentine's Day or, or Thanksgiving or New Year's, And they're ghosting you or whatever. She's like, that is a judge of how much they care about you. Because you don't have to care about Valentine's Day. But if your significant other cares about it, then you should care about it. A hundred percent. It's like being a contrarian, even in a relationship, that's not sustainable. And it's also
0: like if you're a contrarian and if you don't care about Valentine's Day, then maybe find a partner who shares those values. And then you can both be contrarians and you can be sort of like goths and go to, (laughs) uh, uh, you know, (laughs) go to the woods and sacrifice a goat
2: (laughs) yes have red blood which going back now you celebrate valentine's Day.
1: yeah whoops so (laughs) we all
2: basic bitches and you're not better than anybody (laughs) you're not better than anyone no it's true i mean
0: that's the thing is it's almost like every tradition is in its own way lame just because it is something everyone because it's unoriginal it's like something everyone does at the same time so you there can be no tradition that is completely like cool and Indian authentic. So yeah. I guess the best we can do is embrace it.
2: Yeah, and also just spend time with people. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Where it's like, oh, let's spend time together. That's all Thanksgiving is. That's all Christmas is. No, spend time true. with somebody and don't work. Yeah, be a little yeah.
1: silly. Like calm down for a second. Yeah. Have fun.
2: Do some molly. Do molly. Yeah, do some molly. <laughs>
1: Well,
0: so our message to everyone listening to this on Valentine's Day is spend time with the people you love, do Molly, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and don't buy your significant other a box of
1: chocolates. Yeah, instead buy your butt stuff shirt (laughs) and give your landlord whatever extra you have after the butt (laughs) stuff shirt. Yes. Give your <laughs> landlord a gift.
0: It would be funny if everyone's takeaway was to buy Joelle's exact gifts to her <laughs> domestic partner. I'm like, no, you missed More the point. Landlord. Like, th- no, like the reason that was charming is because like he specifically would like it. Don't buy it. Not everyone should buy their boyfriend. They're like, I'm, no, I'm I listened to sure this incredibly
1: smart stuff. podcast. And it was like, yeah, apparently you're supposed to buy your boyfriend like a Lego and a shirt. Legos.
0: stuff. Like,
1: I think it's the new tradition. E- everyone
0: that. buys their boyfriend Legos and the boyfriends are like, I, I don't like Lego. Like, where is this coming from?
2: <laughs> yes, 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 please. Please, please make sure you have an open boyfriend <laughs>
1: wow well i love wow. that hey. um i love it i love it i mean should hey. we do our final segment i think
0: it's time i really think um you know as much as we started out critical and did some
1: hardcore critical analysis
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think we've come out pro-love we actually have we um you know our ice cold hearts have melted a bit um yeah. In a way that...
2: Speak for yourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, listen, you're the one that's already with your gifts for Valentine's Day. I know. I yeah. haven't even... I was like, what
2: can be delivered quickly? <laughs>
0: I know. I don't know. I'm, I'm
2: always thinking. paying extra shipping for something. Mother's oh, Day and Valentine's Day, I'm always caught started. up paying the extra shipping. You would need it there by tomorrow. $45. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh,
1: no. Um. Well, okay. Our final segment is called shout outs and in this segment we pay homage to the classic street tradition of the radio shout out and give a shout out to anything that we enjoy so imagine it's you know 2001 you're at trl and you're shouting out to your squad back home just about anything that you like george do you happen to i have, have one, one yeah i love that i have one
0: um okay uh what's up lovebirds celebrating valentine's day and listeners across the globe I want you to put your headphones on tight and listen to the shout-out that I'm about to give. I want to give a quick shout-out to the New York Philharmonic. What? He's sophisticated and has a PhD in ethnomusicology? I had no idea. That's right, folks, spelled with an X. I recently purchased tickets to see the Philharmonic in New York for the first time, and... I know very little about classical music, I, it was a risk, I do not, I, I didn't know what I was in for, but let me tell you something, I had the time of my damn life, it is also cheaper than a Broadway show, it is much, you know, it's, it's definitely like a night out, but it's more affordable than you think, and you are there around some of the Oldest people you've ever met, and rather than, and, and but but you know what? They love many of them are asleep, but they love the music, and it, it, it you get so much energy from being around them. Some of them are sort of bobbing their heads along, and you're like, wow, this is a you know, this is such a, a great night in your life, and then because of that, you're like, wait, it's also a great night in my life. And guess what? I heard uh, Beethoven Seventh, which I didn't really know much about, St- you know, um, like I said, I'm sort of a noob. When I tell you it was like being at a Dua Lipa concert,
1: it was dance, dance,
0: dance revolution up in that venue. And by that venue, I mean David Geffen Hall, newly renovated. I'm telling you, go online, purchase some tickets. We are taking back classical music from uh, the old moneyed families of New York and we are making it trendy and Gen Z starting <laughs> in 2023 and that's on Lydia Tar.
1: <laughs> Woo! Wow, what a beautiful shout out. Thank you. Okay. What's up freaks, losers and yes, I'll include you the perverts. I want to give a huge shout out on this Valentine's Day to ethel kane george has been Ooh. telling me to listen to ethel kane for a month straight every single day george's like oh and by the way have you listen to ethel kane i'm like no george i'm not ready yet i'm not ready to listen to new music and finally, I was in a place where I actually got bored of every single song I had ever heard in my entire life. And I said, you know what, Sam? Let's take the dive. Let's hear something new. And I listened to Ethel Cain and that song, American Teenager, at first I was like, mm, kind of boring. And then I found myself wanting to go back and wanting to go back and wanting to go back. And now I listen to this song and I get fucking revved up. It is emotions. It is. Uh, it feels throwbacky in a weird way. And I have to say, I am loving it um i love whenever i find a new sad girl in the world and uh they're out there and there's plenty of them um and so shout out to sad girl shout out to ethel kane and shout out to my co-host george for pushing me to new heights wow woo, (laughs) that is it's an honor and a privilege and i
0: have to say you know, part of me is offended that it took you almost a full year to listen to a single recommendation I gave you. But at the same time, it's better late than never. And uh, Ethel, if you're listening, we would be honored to have you on the podcast. I love
2: it. Okay, <clears throat> Joyelle,
1: whenever okay. you are ready.
2: Okay. What up, hoochie mamas, baby mamas, <laughs> slut, slores and whores. It's your girl, Joyelle, and I want to give a shout out to the show Sleep No More, which I finally saw (laughs) (laughs) since we shouting out events. I went to Sleep No More, and I did some mushrooms with my friends, and this was like a month ago, and it was my first time seeing it, so I microdosed, which was a great idea, and I also um, had a little bit of an edible, so I didn't drink, and oh man, Sleep No More is crazy. It's (laughs) Macbeth, and... I wanted to, there was this one black girl. Her name is Joy. She was amazing. And at one point she looked me in my eyes and she whispered, let's go, baby. And she ran away from me and ran up the stairs. And that's when I realized I was not in good shape. (laughs) So (laughs) I could no longer follow her, but I definitely need to go back to sleep no more and pay the extra money to skip the line because it makes you feel superior. <laughs> um, yeah. So shout out to sleep no more for being long running and fucking awesome.
1: Woo.
0: Oh, my wow. God. Wow. I it's love that core memory unlocked. I've never been. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I went like, a I mean, years, years, years ago. Like, I feel like when it was because it's sort of one of those things that now is just an institution that yeah. is never going to end. But I feel like I went when people were like when it was like new and it was uh, and and I feel like immersive theater was really having a moment. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's one of those things like, um, you know, almost like Stomp, which is now ending, I think, after like fifteen hundred (laughs) decades. Yeah. Where it's like I
2: auditioned for Stomp. Really? Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I got to like the second callback. That's
0: amazing. Oh, my God. Do you know what is my
1: favorite thing of all of those things? blue man group yeah 100% to me auditioned
2: that's
0: that art too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love blue man group because like so many like improvisers that we know are like yeah I auditioned like <laughs> yeah and I think that is so juicy to find out
2: yeah I was like what are they gonna make me do to my hair I was happy when they were like we don't Mm-mm. I was like good <laughs> for stomp I wanna know what... for blue man group oh stomp, you auditioned for blue
0: man the... group too
2: uh huh yeah oh. and I got to like the second callback for stomp but I only went to like the first one for blue man group and I was like, you know what? I don't want to put all that blue shit on my face. No, that seems I like mean, a It nightmare. sounds like
0: hell. What yeah. What did they... I'm sorry to ask this. Do they... I didn't realize it was gender inclusive.
2: Yes, gender and racial. I didn't realize it was racial inclusive. I thought those was white boys just <laughs> up there. Well, I actually,
0: Joelle, they're,
2: <laughs> they're blue. You right. You right. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very surprised.
1: Did they make you... How did they make you audition for Stomp? Did you have to, like sweep a broom or something like rhythmically the
2: the first part of the audition was who can keep a beat and it's so funny because you'll think you're like people don't show up to this audition not being able to keep a beat oh Oh, yes the hell they do (laughs) and the first part is simply like here is a step and keep up with it and people were looking like okay (laughs) bye-bye go home oh my god do you think that it's is just the like one actors the it's
0: it's like actors that are like well yeah. this is one way to get on stage
2: absolutely yeah wow. because it's like a different physicality because um like black fraternities and sororities do stepping and i was familiar with that from college so that was part of why i was mm-hmm. able to keep with the beats of the things um but then once again once they started doing jump twists and splits and shit with trash cans i was like you know what <laughs> Uh, Let me go get a, get on a stand up stage. Stand still. Wow. Well, that is
1: yeah. amazing. Wow. Now I want to. Now I want to go see stop. I know. Are we gonna? It's great. Stomp's we gotta great. We got to see it before they before it closes forever.
0: I know. That's sort of how I f- yeah. it's like. All these things that I never had any interest in, like Phantom of the Opera is closing. I've Never cared about Phantom of the Opera, and I'm like, well, I have to go.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. You just want that in the core of memory, so you can know. be superior and bring it out to truly, you didn't see truly. Yeah. So I can be so Broadway.
0: sophisticated and be like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've seen Phantom on Broadway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've and seen it And not just know. the movie
0: with Emmy Rossum. I saw it on stage, sweetheart.
2: Emmy Rossum, my birthday twin.
0: Oh, uh, wow. Well, Who knew? Let's just say I I know which one of you is my favorite of <laughs> that day. Uh,
1: And she was not the star of Shameless. Yeah. Wow. Well, Joelle, thank you so much for doing this podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you.
2: Oh, you, you're you both such a delight. Yay! Yay. But stuff for Butt stuff
1: everyone. everyone. But stuff for and everyone. Happy
0: Valentine's Day, um, wh- Any anything you want to plug? Dare
2: I ask? Oh my gosh! I got big news I can't mention yet, but oh. check out my special on Peacock. Yes, and my album Yell Joy. So my special is Love Joy. It's on Peacock. My album Yell Joy is available where albums are available that have not pulled comedians <laughs> off their uh, things. So. <laughs>
1: There you go. You know the
2: ones who kept the comedians. That's where it's available. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Um, Shout well, out. Well, actually, guess what? What? Oh, Sam. Well, I actually do want to say this is the last time I can say buy tickets. to Club comic yes. if you haven't already. It's this Friday at the Bell House. Um, yeah, I Woo! can't wait. Get tickets and I'll be there. So if you see me, say hello. <laughs> and by the way, subscribe
0: to our Patreon, it's only five dollars a month, and you get uh, honestly, quite a bit of content every
1: month. Yeah, two bonus eps. Um, wow, okay, all right, and bye. Love ya.